0: From KCSU Studios in Fort Collins, Colorado, this is International Voices. Hello, and welcome to International Voices, a podcast that shares the perspectives and experiences of international students studying at Colorado State University. My name is John Hildebrand, and I'm your host. In this, the very first episode of the podcast, I sat down with Naomi Matthew, an undergraduate student majoring in biology and minoring in German and business. Naomi is from Dubai in the United Arab Emirates, but comes from Indian roots. In this episode, we discuss how she juggles her different cultural identities, the best way to identify authentic Indian food, why her mom wins Cool Mom of the Year award, and so much more. Naomi is one of those people you just can't help but smile around and I think that will be abundantly clear once you listen to our conversation. Enjoy. Naomi, welcome to the show. Thank you. You realize that you are the first guest on this podcast.
1: I'm so special. (laughs) I'm
0: I'm excited for you to be here. Uh, I think we have a lot of really interesting stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. First, where are you from?
1: I am, well, I'm gonna say it like this. I was born and brought up in Dubai, which is in the United Arab Emirates, but my family's from India. So I'm going to say I'm an Indian, but I was born and brought up there.
0: When you think about your cultural background, mm-hmm. what do you identify as?
1: A mix. I'll definitely say a mix because I was brought up with the Indian culture since my parents are Indian, my entire family is, but like living in Dubai definitely brought me closer to the Arab culture, which is very close to the Indian culture. So I'm a mix of that and now Being here at CSU for three years, I feel like the American culture is a mix, too. So I'm just a combination of cultures.
0: You can just keep adding them throughout your life? Yeah,
1: we just keep adding, and I'll be like a really cool person. Just be like, yeah, I know this culture, this culture, this culture, this culture, and a couple more that I can't name anymore.
0: Just have like six or seven in your (laughs) back pocket.
1: Wouldn't that be cool to tell someone?
0: (laughs) It'd be amazing. So is there a large Indian population in Dubai?
1: Oh, most definitely. Like there are so many. Like when you go outside to the malls, you'll see very few Arabs and more Indians and people from other countries. The Arab population, I feel like, even though it's their country, is not as pronounced as like the outsiders. And it's kind of interesting to see, but at the same time, I guess it's understandable because we have like India is a very populated country, overpopulated country, so we need to find places to go. So I guess Dubai is a good opportunity. Even in the states, like Texas, when I go with my sister. So many Indians. I barely see the Americans and I'm just like, I feel like I'm back in India with like nicer temperatures and no humidity. Like this is India. (laughs) It's great.
0: (laughs) So you can find a little bit of home pretty much everywhere. (laughs) Pretty much. Does that mean good food as well? Uh,
1: Depends. Like if you go to the restaurants, unless they're like, like owned by Indian people. Yes. If they're owned by Indian people, it's the greatest food. But if not, no. Uh,
0: So you got to make sure it's authentic, right?
1: Yes, it has to be made by an Indian family because they understand spices. Like, it also depends on the family. So, like, my dad makes fish curry really, really great. Like, oh, my God. But it can also be really spicy. So, like, I usually usually take, like, yogurt, which is called curd there, and add with it because otherwise it's just going to burn my mouth. But it's so good. And my mom makes Chicken 65. So, like, it depends on the family, the spice level for that.
0: What's Chicken 65?
1: Chicken 65 is like chicken, of course, and like a couple other spices and ketchup. I know it doesn't sound like it sounds like KFC or something, but the way she makes it, it doesn't taste like KFC. Also, I'm like not a really good cook, so I don't cook. So I don't really pay attention in the kitchen, but I do know food is good that comes out of that kitchen.
0: You pay attention in the dining room. Yeah, you exactly.
1: The- and then there's my little sister who is like, Oh, my God. She makes such amazing food. I don't even know what they're called. She just, like, makes random stuff, and it just tastes amazing.
0: That's a great sister to have. If she You can volunteers. be the sister that eats everything that she cooks.
1: Well, if she volunteers to give me the food, usually she's like, no, this is for me. You can go make your own food, and I'll usually go get, like, Nutella and bread, because that's, like, the maximum.
0: Sometimes that's all you need. What's with the 65 don't know you don't know where that I don't came know
1: from? why I never asked that
0: that was the first question that popped into my head is I was thinking <laughs> six, is there 65 flavors
1: oh I doubt that that, se- she that seems excessive yeah I she doesn't put that much in it huh. you should ask I should how many years has ketchup been around has it been around for 65 years maybe that's why
0: I would imagine that ketchup has been around longer than 65 years I have no idea <laughs> I honestly.
1: probably asked
0: maybe I'll research I'll pull up the wikipedia page on ketchup <laughs> in a few minutes and we can do yeah. it yeah Little bit of slew thing. I'll
1: just like ask my mom, like, hey mom, why is it called chicken sixty five? What's a sixty five for?
0: We can have her on and she can tell us the story. <laughs> we'll have her phone in.
1: Let's see if she's even awake. It's like what time is it? It's five thirty four here, so it's four thirty four AM tomorrow.
0: Yeah, she's probably not awake. I hope no. she's not <laughs> awake. Aside from family and friends, what do you miss most about home?
1: Food. Of course. We've been talking about food. Like food's the best thing. I oh, I love food. It's so good.
0: <laughs> so there's dad's fish, dad's curry, fish curry, mom's chicken, chicken 65.
1: My sister makes this thing called payasam, which is like a combination of rice and milk and a few spices. And that is so great. Is it sweet? It is very sweet. It is so good. I love it. And then like, if it's t- if we're talking about outside, then it'll be like this. There's this shawarma shower, place that is near my house and they make the best shawarmas. And like, do you, do you know what shawarmas are?
0: Americans usually call it shawarma. Yeah, but I've I heard that. pronounce it wrong. So teach us how to pronounce it.
1: <laughs> okay, it's different in every place. And like my family, we call it shawarma. Shavarma. Yeah, so we pronounce a W like a V and say it like that.
0: That's a lesson to everybody out there. Shawarma, <laughs> not shawarma.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've so heard So explain it. what it is. So it's like, I guess it's kind of like pita bread. And then it depends on the shawarma you get. And the ones I get has got rice, not rice, <laughs> that's a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> we usually get like chicken and some. Sometimes they add fries, which is really great. And this thing called tahini, which is kind of like, like a dressing that they put. Like how there's mayo and ketchup, so like tahini is like their dressing for that shawarma. And then some lettuce and maybe some tomatoes. But I hate tomatoes, so they never put it on mine. And garlic, sauce, that tastes really good.
0: That sounds amazing. It's That's by the way, it's almost dinner time. <laughs> I'm getting really hungry Yeah, I, I don't think we have any
1: unfortunately on campus not that I know of, no
0: that's an idea to anybody out there <laughs> for a new restaurant so food mm-hmm. yeah, that's a common theme with international students
1: I think it definitely is because I feel like American cuisine like American is like burgers, pizzas, and fries and that can get tiresome after a while so like outside cultures we add a lot more spices into our food that makes it like much tastier no offense to the american food like i love american food but like indian food will always be top i will always pick that over anything else
0: in your time in the u.s what's something you learned about american culture that you initially found surprising or confusing
1: the most like noticeable thing that i learned and saw was how independent everybody is here like even the youngest like I don't meet that many high school students, but I have this class where we go and interact with them. And just even seeing them, I'm just like, I definitely was not that independent. I still like, even when I came to college, I was still depending on my parents. And that just like blew my mind. And like in our culture, it kind of like seems sometimes that if you don't depend on your parents, you're just going to die. Everything's going to go wrong. And here, seeing they're all alive, I'm just like, maybe that works. Maybe it works, like be independent and just like stand up for yourself and figure out who you are on your own and like I've tried it and it's great so far and I'm loving the person that I'm becoming every day as I like meet new people interact with different societies different cultures and just getting to know others
0: so you'd say living here has encouraged you to become more independent
1: yes do
0: you think that is a result of being so far away from your family or being surrounded by people who are so independent I think it's a
1: combination of both. Yeah, because I feel like if my family was here, I would still depend on them heavily where I can just constantly just go over and be like, mom, I did. what do I do for this and this and this? But like here, especially because of that time difference, I can't do that. So I felt like I had to figure out how to be independent. Otherwise, I would not be able to keep up with everything. I would just be struggling. And now learning that and like learning it from my closest friends is just... It's really great. It's cool to be an adult sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs>
0: sometimes. Sometimes you wish that you were still a kid. Yep. I wish that all the time.
1: I wish we could have like, I wish wishing most when like I have a really long day in classes. I just wish like CSU would have this thing where you have like an hour nap. Like how it's in preschool. Like that would be so great. Everybody be energized.
0: I agree. I think that should be a an employee policy.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Right after lunch, lunch and then an hour nap.
1: And then we go, go back into work. I feel like siesta time. It would work better. Everybody would work better and just be more focused when they got up. But I don't think they're going to do that.
0: We can keep fighting for it. <laughs> what What has been the biggest challenge in adjusting
1: to the culture here? That independence. It's been hard because I feel like a lot of some of the people that I've met feel that I'm not cool enough or I'm not... I'm too dependent on my parents but sometimes it's more like I want to let them know so that they don't feel so like left out of my life because I'm already in a different country we don't need to make it worse by not telling them it's been a struggle sometimes like I've had some friends that just tell me that it's not okay I shouldn't do that and I'm like well it's not okay to you to me this is totally normal I want to do it for my parents they they love me and they want to know what's happening and I'm okay with telling them (laughs) And, like, that's been a struggle to just, like, find the right people who didn't make me feel bad for doing that.
0: So, like, the social expectation of being more independent, mm-hmm. but yet the family yeah, desire, obligation to make sure that you're still connected.
1: Yep. I definitely, but coming here, I just, I still miss my family. And having people tell me that it's weird for me to talk to my family, I'm just like, no, I'm not going to listen to that because it's not weird to me. Telling, like, I taught, I, like told my mom to add Snapchat because Snapchat is, like, the easiest thing for me because I can constantly send her pictures of me and, like, what I'm doing. And now I constantly text her and message her and tell her, like, this is happening. Do you see this? Do you see this? And, like, it's great, and I love telling her stuff. And, like, sometimes I've seen some friends who are like, what are you doing? I'm, like, Snapchatting my mom, and they're like, you have a streak with your mom? I'm like, what's wrong with that? She's cool. Like, come on.
0: (laughs) If your mom learned how to Snapchat just to talk to you. I think she might win one of the like cool mom of the year. Oh, forest. she
1: definitely does. Cool mom of like the lifetime. Keep doing it. <laughs> I'm not going to stop.
0: What is a popular misconception about your country and how is it incorrect?
1: A popular misconception. I guess it's like the dressing style over there. So everybody thinks and this was true in the past but not anymore. But like everybody thinks that everyone is fully covered up no shorts no dresses but if you go to Dubai now and like go to the malls oh my god it's like a fashion show a runway in every mall everybody's wearing amazing things short stuff long stuff it's more about like feeling beautiful and just showing it to everybody than it is to like cover them because I think they're slowly getting used to like understanding that beauty is a thing and it's okay so I think that's like a misconception Oh, I, now I think of one. So everybody thinks that Dubai is full of big cars, expensive cars. And it is, but not full. So like there is one part of Dubai that is very rich. And you have the leopards and the cheetahs and the big, expensive, fast cars. But there's another part of Dubai where it's like middle class people like my family. And we're still there. We're just not as publicized as much as the other side. And I feel like that's something I always have to correct. And you can see like there's slight disappointment That it's not this magical world with all fast cars and animals.
0: (laughs) My friends are all disappointed that you don't have cheetahs and leopards. Unfortunately, yes. (laughs) That's
1: that's on my shopping list now. I'm like working towards it to earn enough money.
0: Yeah, you got to have goals. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What is one lesson that people from your country could teach Americans?
1: Respect. I feel like, especially at this time, that's something a lot of people struggle with. I feel like the American thought process is that what I matters, what I think matters, and that's all that matters. And, like, that's half correct. Like, yeah, what you think matters, but it's not the only thing. Like, everybody is entitled to have their own opinions, their own thought processes, and that's totally fine. I just feel like they need to stop wasting their time yelling at others because that's just spreading a lot more hatred. And, like, we don't need more of that in our world. We need to focus more on just being more accepting because... Hatred's not going to get us anywhere. Maybe, like, accepting others and actually forming a community and being one species might help us. But a lot of people are not willing to give it a shot.
0: I think that's something... You mentioned you have parts of three cultures Mm -hmm. sort of in your personal identity. Yeah. I think that that's something that comes naturally from having lived in different cultures.
1: I think it is, but I feel like it's also helped me because I come both the Arab and Indian cultures are very conservative cultures, so I was brought up to, like, know this certain way and not any other, but then being introduced in the American culture, like, it was a shock just, like, seeing how different it was, but then it, like, made me, made me find my own thing, like, a combination of all three cultures that felt right for me, and I think that that's, like, an amazing thing to be given that opportunity to have that. And I feel that's definitely like influenced the way I think, but I feel like it's not a horrible way to think that everybody should be more accepting.
0: <laughs> no, I think that that's a pretty good way to yeah. approach things. I think everyone could use that. Mm-hmm. What's one lesson that Americans could teach people back home?
1: That you can be yourself. You can stand up for yourself and do what you want to do like if like in the indian culture the two main professions that's like been told for years and years is be a doctor or an engineer those are the two main things and like if you're not you're not that worth it so i feel like i want to tell all of them that if you're not that's okay what you do is important too because if everybody was engineers and doctors who would do all the other jobs like we would have no plumbers we would have no teachers like nothing like what and I feel like I also like the American cultures and teach the Indian culture how to be more accepting of everybody. Just it doesn't matter how different you are. It's okay, It's totally fine. You will always find someone to be there for you. And I've told that to my little sister, like if you want to be as different, like you want to turn your hair green and have piercings all over you. I'm going to tell you that you're going to have trouble going through like the metal detector in the airport, but you're going to be fine. I will always be there for you and support you.
0: There's some practical concerns (laughs) there, but (laughs) as far as your style goes, you're with it. Yeah. Do you think that the idea of success is a little bit more broad here in America than it is back home?
1: I feel like it is. Like there are some professions that stand out more like I think, well, I see this only from CSU, but, like, the vet school is, like, a big thing. I've met so many pre-vet students, and not even in my classes, just randomly walking around. I see so many of them. But I feel like they're still very open and accepting to every other position. Like, the teacher, because which I think is a really important step. Like, without the teacher, your children are not going to learn anything. Like, that teacher is important. And, like, my boyfriend wants to be a mathematician, and he wants to teach as well. And, like be a kickboxing gym owner and like that would not be accepted in India they'd be like oh you're a failure you're going to handling a gym like here it's like oh no that's amazing that's a business that you're doing on your own and that's great so I definitely like appreciate how open it is so I don't feel like I am failing in a sense because I'm not doing something like my culture wants me to
0: because you're not boxed into that Mm -hmm. specific idea of what would be successful how many languages do you speak
1: uh Okay, I have to think. So I'm learning German. So that's like in the progress of learning how to speak. I know Malayalam. English is also considered a language. Uh, Hindi, I can speak. And Arabic, I can't speak, but I can read and I can write.
0: So parts of five languages? Yeah.
1: So it's just like parts here and there. And like now, since I don't really use any of the languages, like Hindi, I can kind of speak. But now I can can still understand people. So if they speak Hindi to me, I'm going to be like, yeah, I get you, but I can't respond to you. In Hindi.
0: Uh, growing up, did you go to school taught in English?
1: Yes, but it was an Indian school, so it was only Indian students, but it was still spoke, talked like bleh, not talked, taught in English.
0: And on the street in Dubai, are you going to hear mostly Arabic or is it a mix of languages?
1: It's a mix of languages because... Dubai is full of like different cultures it's not just Arab culture so like when you're walking the street you're gonna hear some very actually English is not that common because since everyone's from another country they talk to their own friends in their own tongue so I've heard like a variety of languages that I have no clue what it means and I'm just listening I'm like I hope you're saying something nice what if they're just talking crap about me I would not know they're just do it
0: (laughs) you have to see if they're smiling yeah oh i've seen it like
1: some people like you walk in a mall even like here like you just see people looking at you and then smiling i'm like oh they're talking about me i don't know what they're talking about but they're talking about me and you just like think
0: (laughs) if you had 24 hours to show an american friend around your hometown what would you do to give them the best possible experience
1: well the first thing i would do is take them to my family kids my family is an awesome experience they're all really really great especially my brother-in-laws they're really funny and they tease my sisters which is hilarious for me because i do that (laughs) but other than that after that i would probably take them to burj khalifa which is the tallest building in the world i think it still holds the record yeah
0: i think so i think think, that they're constructing another building in china there's a construction
1: happening but it's not like been done yet so i think like uh burj khalifa holds it and i Oh my god! To like see the view from like that high of a floor, my sister went and I was so jealous. I was just like, oh my god!
0: No fear of heights.
1: Oh, I do. I'm still gonna do it though. <laughs> I have you a just huge. You just don't fear listen to it. Nope. Just gonna be like, nope. Do not focus that you probably could die, but it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. Do not look down. It is beautiful. <laughs>
0: just look out.
1: Just look out. <laughs> Boy, so cute.
0: after the Burj Khalifa, what would you do?
1: Ooh, I might take them on a safari. Those are really cool, like desert safaris. You just go like riding in the sand dunes, and your head like a lot of times just bumps the seat, the top of the car. It's go bang, and you're like, that's okay, that's expected at this ride.
0: Do you get to drive them, or do you just ride?
1: No, they drive because they have like trained people who know how to drive on the sand dunes, so that the car doesn't, like, tip over because that would suck.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like you should have people that actually know what they're doing. Yeah. In a situation like that.
1: Yep. And in a desert safari, like, after the riding... So, you basically ride through the sand dunes to get to this location. And at this location, you get to ride camels. You get to have mehendi put on your hands, which is very beautiful. You also get to see a belly dancer, which is awesome awesome. They're, I don't know how they move their hips like that. I have a friend in school like I okay, I used to have a friend in school she could move it like that and like I was just like I don't know how you get your hips to move like that. Mine don't. I don't know how but it's so cool.
0: I got white boy hips so I have no answers for you. <laughs> no, I, I went salsa dancing the other night and it was a struggle <laughs> but I'm determined to learn.
1: That's a good thing. You're at least determined you're not giving up. That's great.
0: Perseverance. <laughs> yep. Anything else you would do?
1: Mm. I feel like that would take the entire day because usually like desert safari takes the biggest things. But I feel like those three things would be the three best things that I feel like would be great.
0: Would you see camels there?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you could get to ride the camels. Sometimes you get to pass by them too. But they usually stay away from that because they don't want to freak them out with their cars because those are really loud. Yeah.
0: I think if I was a camel, I'd stay away. (laughs) If one of your friends from home was preparing to come to CSU to study, what advice would you give him or her?
1: I would tell them to not be as scared. That, because my biggest fear coming to the States is that I would make no friends. But I did instantly. and It was a great thing to know and to feel. And I would just tell them that, first, you already have a friend. I'm here. And on top of that you're going to make friends so fast because everybody here is so fascinated by different cultures. So they're going to ask you so many questions and get to know you and it's going to be fine. And you're going to probably struggle through a lot of things because it's really different from our culture, but it's a struggle that's worth it. You'll figure it out and it's great to grow through it.
0: Do you have any last thoughts, anything you want to share with listeners?
1: Being an international student is an amazing experience, just studying abroad, anything. If you can do it, definitely go ahead and do it, because it opens your mind to this amazing world out there that you wouldn't have gotten if you stayed at home every time.
0: Absolutely. I I second that. <laughs> I believe so strongly in international education, personally, and I think it's it's great for the campus and for the community as well. Mm-hmm. So thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the show. We had Thank a great you. time.
1: It was a great experience. <laughs>
0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you like what you heard, please give us a follow on social media, where you can check out our upcoming guest lineup, keep up with new developments, and submit listener questions or comments. Our Facebook page is at intlvoicespodcast. Our Instagram handle is international underscore voices. Or feel free to send us a good old-fashioned email at internationalvoicespodcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in connecting with the international community here at CSU, come check out some of the events put on by the Office of International Programs. You can find the events calendar on our website at international.colostate.edu. Thanks as always to KCSU 90.5 for hosting the show. Remember, we've all got a story to tell and those stories have a tremendous power to connect us. Find the courage to share your voice and listen to others in order to make this world a kinder, more connected and more beautiful one.